When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Letterman Row. It is almost game time. Ohio State, Notre Dame, 7.30 in the horse show on Saturday night. To break it all down, of course, I'm Spencer Holbrook, but we've got Tyler Horka from Blue and Gold Illustrated over there in South Bend here. Uh, Tyler, thanks for joining me, man, and uh, I'm excited to break this thing down with you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. I'm just excited that the game is finally here. We were just talking about how long we've been talking about this matchup, and finally we're a couple days away, so I can't wait. Yeah, a lot of talk, not a lot of trash talk ever since uh, Marcus Freeman kind of stopped uh, uh, his little bit of, of uh, talk in the offseason, but not a whole lot of trash talk for this one. Um, I think both teams are just ready to, to hit somebody that's not their own team. So uh, let's get into it, man. Um, this this matchup that everyone wants to know about uh, is the Notre Dame defense, uh, top you know 10, top 20 defense in the country, Isaiah Foskey, Brandon Joseph, the whole group, against this incredible, talented Ohio State offense. Where do you see Notre Dame, if if there is one, where where would you give Notre Dame an edge when it comes to Notre Dame's defense versus Ohio State's offense? I think it's got to be the Notre Dame front seven, more specifically the interior of the defensive line. Ohio State's got a couple of good tackles and a center who's started a lot of college football too. So I think if Notre Dame is going to get to C.J. Stroud, which is a tough proposition for the Fighting Irish, they've got to attack the interior of the defensive line. And I know when you talk about Notre Dame or the interior of Ohio State's offensive line, when you talk about Notre Dame's defensive line, you think Isaiah Foskey. That's the first guy that comes to mind. But I think Jason Adam Alola, who I don't know if you guys saw the quote, it's definitely been circula- circulating in Notre Dame circles where he says the Notre Dame defensive line is the uh, strongest, toughest, most bad, you know what, fill in the blank, mother, you know what's in the country. So, I don't know. We'll see if that's the case, but he's a defensive tackle and he led Notre Dame in quarterback pressures last year. It wasn't Isaiah Foskey who did that. So if you can get to Stroud, it's probably through the middle of Ohio State's offensive line. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of things coming off the edge, but you know, maybe Isaiah Foskey does generate a double team and that leads Adam Alola to, you know, going through the middle of the offensive line. So I don't think it's this Notre Dame secondary that's the strength, that's for sure, especially not against who they're matching up with on the other side. But you did mention Brandon Joseph, and maybe he's a guy that can make a couple plays. Ohio State's going to get theirs, but if Joseph can do some things that limit the Buckeyes and what they're doing, then obviously Notre Dame is all for that. So I think it's interesting because we asked Luke Whipler, the center, about uh, the, the comments made and he said, yeah, we saw him. And he just kind of smiled and was like, we'll, we'll see. They've got a good team. We've got a good team on our own. So we'll see what happens. He was kind of coy about it. I, I'm surprised, you know, they're, they're well-trained in the media. They know not to say anything. Um, and yeah. I don't think that that comment was taken as, you know, they're going to dominate Ohio state. I just think he's a confident guy. And so is that trash talk? Is it not? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep that. Uh, you know, they, they can decide that on the field Saturday night, but you, you brought up the, the secondary. And I've heard now from a couple of people that the secondary of Notre Dame may not be a strength. And when you go against this Ohio State team, against these receivers, 
is that concerning to you that, that maybe the weakness of Notre Dame's defense is also the where they should be the strongest if they're going to compete with Ohio State? It's definitely a concern, but I will say I was more cer- concerned for Notre Dame's sake before fall camp than I am leaving fall camp. I think some questions were answered. Not enough questions were answered, though. For, for example, we don't know who's starting at the other safety spot opposite of Brandon Joseph. So when whoever that guy is, fifth-year senior DJ Brown, another fifth-year senior Houston Griffith, maybe it's junior Ramon Henderson, we don't know. We're, we're going to find out at the same time as you guys on Saturday night. You would like to have two safeties solidified going into a matchup against what might be the best wide receiving core in college football and maybe even one of the best quarterbacks in college football. C.J. Stroud is you know, a Heisman favorite over the guy who won it from Alabama, Bryce Young, last year in some uh, betting odds. So it's definitely concerning. The corners, though, I'm a little more confident in. Cam Hart as a senior. He's played a lot of college football. Clarence Lewis is a junior. He started both of his two seasons that he's been at Notre Dame for. He got a little pushed around against Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl, and that's concerning. Notre Dame gave up 37 points. The second half was a nightmare for Notre Dame. Clarence Lewis just couldn't stay in front of everybody, anybody. The Notre Dame coaching staff has said he's still our guy. We have confidence in him. But, I mean, if you're if you're getting pushed around like that against Oklahoma State, there's another OSU who you're facing this week who's – a little bit better offensively than the Cowboys. So it's definitely concerning. Uh, and it, it might be one of Notre Dame's, you know, weak links is that secondary. And you don't want that to be the case against this team. Yeah. Last year, the, the one secondary that, that everyone said was weak against Ohio State uh, was Michigan State. And we saw how that ended. Uh, you know, was, I think there were 49 points on the board before Mel Tucker could blink. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll save the, the defensive talk a little bit for a little bit down the road. Uh, let's flip sides of the ball. Uh, Tyler Buckner, new, new quarterback. You've got a couple new faces in that wide receiver room. You got Tobias Merriweather, who seems to be making some noise. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Lorenzo Styles Jr., who Ohio State fans are obviously familiar with. Yeah. I'm just going to ask point blank: Who's the best player on this Notre Dame offense? Michael Mayer, the tight end, and he's going to be a first round draft pick most likely if all things go his way. He's going to leave Notre Dame as the most decorated tight end in program history and there's been some really good ones there's some playing in the NFL right now so he's the guy that Tyler Buckner has considered a safety valve and when you have a sophomore quarterback who's never started a game at this level you need a guy who things go awry you're flushed from the pocket or maybe it's just third and seven and you're trying to stand in the pocket he's going to look to Michael Mayer first so if Ohio State fans aren't familiar with number 87 in blue and gold I would check him out in the you know, 50 whatever hours you have left until this game starts because you're going to see a lot of them. Uh, But I think Notre Dame has some other good offensive talent as well. You mentioned Lorenzo Styles. There's a three-headed running back monster, Chris Tyree, Audric Estime, Logan Diggs. Those guys can all do three different things, and you're going to see a by-committee approach. But when when push comes to shove and Notre Dame needs to find somebody offensively, it's going to be Michael Mayer. Do you think Tyler Buckner – and I, I'm not going to short sell him at all. We haven't seen him play enough to, to really know uh, this for sure. And that's why I asked this next question. Do you think he's ready for a game that's in front of 105, 110,000 people at, on, you know, at a night atmosphere on the road, his first start? Is Tyler Buckner ready for that? Everyone talks about his confidence, rants and raves about it. But when we talk to him in the media, 
you don't really get the the sense of confidence that maybe he exhibits on the field. And in practices, I would say he's definitely a little more sure of himself than we see him in media settings. But in media settings, you can tell he's a 19-year-old kid who's never started a college game. And I asked him the other day, like, what, what is it going to be like to start for the first time there against those guys, against some of those players? And, you know, he just basically said, I'm a confident guy. I don't lose that confidence no matter the situation. It doesn't waver. The thing is, he's never been put in a situation where it could waver like this. You know, if C.J. Stroud comes out and punches Notre Dame in the mouth and all of a sudden it's 7-0, to 14-0, how is Tyler Buckner going to respond to that? We don't know. And I don't know if Tyler Buckner knows because he hasn't started a, a football game, let alone a college football game, since 2019 as a junior in high school in San Diego. Missed his entire senior year because of COVID. And then he missed his entire – there was an ACL injury somewhere along the way. His sophomore season was wiped out because of an ACL injury. And then COVID, California just didn't play at all, so he didn't play. This is a guy that doesn't have a lot of experience. And like you said, he's being thrown into the fire – against the number two team in the country in one of the most hostile environments in the country. So it's interesting that you bring that up. I don't want to, I'm not selling Notre Dame short when I ask this. I just, I, I'm trying to get a perspective because we've heard so many experts, national uh, team site, um, wherever you look, a, a lot of people predicting an Ohio state win. And, and there's not a lot of sugarcoating that that's just what the predictions are. Notre Dame wins this game. If, and then fill in the blank. If Tyler Buckner is a dude, he has to be. He, he's going against who I think is, you know, there, there's one A and one B college football quarterbacks for me right now. It's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Put them however you want, the A, the B next to whoever's name. That's the reality of what Tyler Buckner is going up against. So he's not going to be – Notre Dame won't win this game if he doesn't at least try to match what Stroud is doing, go – you know, punch for punch. And I know football is the ultimate team game, right? 11 on 11. But at the end of the day, that's the most important position. He's got to be really good. And then another thing is Marcus Freeman can't get outcoached by Ryan Day. Not like he did against Mike Gundy in the Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State. You can't blow a 28 to 7 lead like Notre Dame did in the Fiesta Bowl. And Oklahoma State, really good team last year. Maybe as good as Ohio State. You know, Ohio State had a down year. And if a down year is 11 and two and you win the Rose bowl, then that's a pretty good down year, but Oklahoma state had an up year and I think they were 11 and two and they won the Fiesta bowl. So this is the same caliber opponent. I think Ohio state is better this year than they were last year. And that's scary because Notre Dame was up 28 to seven in a game against Oklahoma state last year and lost. Is that going to happen against Ohio state in the horseshoe? I say no because they're not even going to be up 28 to seven. Maybe they're down 28 to seven. What happens then? How does Marcus Freeman and his first regular season game and his first hostile environment that he's ever coached in as a head coach, how does he respond to in-game things? So I actually put that on Twitter the other day, and I think most people agreed with me. The two biggest questions, not just in this game for Notre Dame, but for the season in general is how does Marcus Freeman fare as a head coach? And is Tyler Buckner actually QB1? Is he a guy that can lead you where Notre Dame thinks it can get this season? So kind of jumping off of that, let's go game pick. Let's just do it. Uh, let, let's have some fun here. Uh, your pick for this game, you've had eight months to think about it. Uh, I think it's actually eight months to the day since Notre Dame took the field against Oklahoma State, since Ohio State took the field against uh, Utah at the Rose Bowl. We're recording this Thursday about 11 a.m., um, 
your game pick as of Thursday is what? I've been sticking with what I chose. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. We do a preview magazine at Blue and Gold, and we had to put our picks in. Maybe this was late July even. Ohio State 41, Notre Dame 24. And maybe I'm in the wrong business because odds makers have this, what, at 17.5 points. That's where it started at the beginning of the week. I'm right there on that 17-point line. So Notre Dame covers, I guess, but I just think Ohio State is too much. There's going to be too much offense. And this could be like a a 10-point game throughout where Ohio State scores, Notre Dame scores, and you know Notre Dame never does enough to get over the top. And when it gets, you know, late in the game, I think Ohio State's going to put it away with uh, an emphatic touchdown of some sort. And it's just going to, they're going to be on a different level. And I know Notre Dame fans don't want me to hear, don't want to hear that, but everyone listening at Letterman Row definitely does. And I just, that's the way I see it. And a lot of other people see it the same way, like you said earlier on. So we will have my game pick. I'm not going to spoil it. My game pick comes out Friday uh, on LettermanRow.com. You can catch everything in Blue and Gold Illustrated with Tyler and the guy, and the folks over there. Also, I've got that magazine. Hey. So thank you guys for the copy. If you haven't checked this out, if you if you like, you know, learning about college football that's not just Ohio State, the Blue and Gold Illustrated magazine is a wonderful resource. I keep it in my backpack up until maybe even after kickoff. I'll keep up with the Irish now that, now that I'll get to see them in person. Tyler, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. That's a good magazine and a good plug. I appreciate you bringing that up. Absolutely. So for Tyler, I'm Spencer. Uh, Saturday night in the Horseshoe, 730, guys. We, we get this season kicked off, get this get this game kicked off. Number five, Notre Dame. Number two, Ohio State. We will see you in the Horseshoe on Saturday night.